0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to a very exclusive episode on Rewired Radio. I'm your host, DJ Drew.
1: And I'm Coral, your favorite event planner.
0: And today's guest is the founder of the Cannabis Wedding Expo. She's revolutionizing the way we do modern weddings. She's been featured in Forbes, the Boston Globe, Vice, and much more. She's top shelf, and she's giving a new meaning to joint vows. Let's welcome Vanessa Oliver. Woo!
2: From the Cannabis Wedding
0: Expo.
1: Thank you guys so much for having me here. Yes, of course. It's
0: a pleasure to have you with us, Vanessa.
1: We are so excited to have you today on our show. We're going to be talking about something a little bit different, but actually super cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was just at the Cannabis Wedding Expo this past weekend in Los Angeles and it was probably one of the most interesting experiences of my life. <laughs> I've never seen anything quite like it before.
1: Of his life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I actually wanted to start off the show by playing a quick video of what I experienced at the expo, just to kind of showcase and show our viewers what we saw. So if we can <laughs> roll that clip, Salman.
2: That looked so fun. That's so awesome. I just got so many chills just watching those ex- exhibitors yes. all over again. That's so exciting to see them.
0: It was so cool, and it was so interesting to see all those people who are supporting cannabis, supporting our industry as well, and we want to talk about that because now I'm seeing more and more weddings becoming cannabis-friendly, and you're an instrumental part of that movement, Vanessa. You are the founder of the Cannabis Wedding Expo. Again, just took place in Los Angeles this past weekend, and I'm curious, what is your mission with this Cannabis Wedding Expo.
2: Absolutely. So first, um, I am the owner. The founder, actually, is Philip Wolf. He, um, founder is Philip Wolf and um, Madeline from Ivory Wedding is an Events and Becca. Um, they were initially founded in 2016. And at that time, our goal was to bring it mainstream, to mm-hmm. teach people, you know, there's a different side of cannabis that we were not seeing for a really long time. There was this stoner mentality. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to pull people out of that. Um, Since the pandemic, that has been very easy to do because people have been looking for other more holistic ways to live their life and cannabis kind of falls into that. Um, Now it's a matter of people being able to personalize their experiences. Weddings look entirely different For every person, because you can't define a person, you cannot define a wedding. Mm -hmm. And so having all these different elements of cannabis available to them, it allows them to really personalize their experience, their experience for their guests, and you really use it as a theme of their wedding. And that is probably my favorite part of all of it. And that's what we want to continue to do.
0: That they can use it as a theme for their wedding.
2: Yes. 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 And like in a subtle form or a really big form, you know, some people say I want a weed wedding. And so they have like pot leaves all over the place. (laughs) And then you have people that want to be a little bit more subtle because they want to be mindful that, you know, some people are just not as comfortable with it yet, but they want to kind of ease them into it. So they'll have it as party favors or they'll have it as like little infused um, dining experiences Mm. where, you know, you can, use butters and oils and you know just it's really elaborate or really subtle depending on the bride or the groom yeah
0: right. and you know what was interesting too i learned some interesting things at this expo one of the main things that i learned is how health conscious most of these people in the community are they have a strong like-minded community amazing vendors super cool um, most of them were very unique in their own way and they're very passionate about their craft And speaking for myself, someone who's been in this industry for a while now in the wedding industry, it was kind of new to me, you know, seeing (laughs) this expo and these different vendors and you know what they showcased. Um, So as you mentioned, how do you plan on bringing this more to the mainstream in the future?
2: Well, um, the part that I've really enjoyed is how we make it fluent to people. And um, to the consumer, it's all about understanding what a consumer is looking for. Again, you can't, um, we have no real one definition that identifies a person and their personality. Mm -hmm. Some people like um, sexual health and intimacy. Some people like beauty products and feeling self-care and love. Some people are foodies and like, you know, infused (laughs) beverages. It's like it's such a versatile array of opportunities that that is really how we want to continue to educate people is really tapping into what is fluent for them. And by creating experiences that they can use to really broaden their relationship with the plant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't. Imagine it's very hard to broaden their relationship with the plant. No, <laughs> no. One, once they try it
2: once, once they get connected with it once, they're like, oh my gosh. You I fall in love with it. Yeah, uh,
0: you really do. Yeah. You really
2: do. It holds a special place in my heart. And I didn't even used to be a consumer until probably like 2015.
0: You know, that's interesting too, because I met a lot of vendors too who were just like you, they didn't consume mm-hmm. it prior to it being legal. But now that it's become more legal, you know, it's it's something that they've delved kind of Try to get more acquainted with, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, being from California, weed has been pretty normal out here for (laughs) quite some time now. And in some respective industries, it's still looked at as something taboo. How do you plan on changing people's perspective of that?
2: Yeah, so really our job is just to continue educating, making it available. I mean, it's the same for any industry, for anything that people are not familiar with or f- are, or is foreign to them. You just keep introducing it to them. Right. And the more they see it, the more that they can connect with it, the more that they can engage with it, the more comfortable they get with it. Um, I did a CBD education event for my son's PTA. And mm-hmm. they were looking for an event to auction off for their parents' auction dinner. And I proposed this CBD education event. Wasn't sure they were going to say yes, but they did. Brilliant. And that it ended awesome. up being the highest selling auction item at this wow. parents' auction wow. dinner. And the way we presented it was we were going to introduce cannabis to hit all of the sensory components. And so we had topicals for beauty and health and wellness. And right. we had tinctures and we had beverages. And um, we even had... Um, What do you call it? Um, Suppositories and every every (laughs) every form that people have like been able to associate with products on a traditional aspect. They were able to see it in a cannabis aspect. And that really made them feel comfortable because they said, I recognize these beauty products. And now you're telling me there's CBD in them and this is what it does. And that's just they don't have to engage with it at that time. But just having it available to them and in a safe space is what is going to change, you know, the consumer perspective. And so that Mm -hmm. is what we're going to continue to do. Absolutely. So
1: educating is kind of number one priority, just to get people more aware of what it is and that it's safe and it's actually more common than people think. Oh, absolutely.
2: And when they say people that look like them, you know, that's another thing. People want to see people that are relatable to um, experiences that we experience every day. Especially Mm.
1: the PTA moms, you know. Yes. They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. well. She's doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's awesome. It's in a safe space. I'm going to try it. You don't have to do it right then and there, but you can take that CBD lotion home and you can try it at home. Oh, and they are
2: lathering up Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: Like, I need a refill. (laughs) Oh, they slide into those DMs after the (laughs) fact, like, hey, I need more. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Well, it's super cool just to me to learn more about it today. So obviously, thank you for educating just us for being in the industry and just kind of knowing a little bit more. Um, But just we're more used to alcohol at weddings. You know, so that's super yeah. common. Why don't you think cannabis bars are common? You know, kind of just a thought process since it is legal, especially mm-hmm. in some states, that why can't we just have a cannabis bar? Because some some guests probably want that instead. So they're not getting too drunk or making fools of themselves. They want to be happy. They want to live in the moment. Yeah. Some bride and grooms probably want to do that instead, you know, since oh, they're so absolutely. stressed. Absolutely.
2: So. We're seeing that so much more, um, you know, Couples reaching out to us to say, hey, do you have a cannabis bud tender? Um, Irie Weddings, they're a national bud tending service specifically for weddings. And um, they do these beautiful, elegant bars. It's totally changing the perspective of like the weed guy, right, in the dark alley. They come out with silver platters and it's really sexy. And, you know, um, again, it's changing the narrative of what people think of when you think, bud bar at a wedding well they
1: think stoners and Mm -hmm. you know southern california we have a lot of people that smoke but it's more not as classy i would say yeah exactly but it's changing now oh i love that
2: absolutely the illustration for a wedding
0: affair i feel like you can make it nice and classy and sexy at the same time
1: Mm -hmm. silver
2: platters how fancy you know more fancy can Mm -hmm. you get well one of the things too that i love about bud bars is that you have an alcohol bar and or a wet bar And you go for a drink. You kind of know what you want, so they hand it over to you. That's the end of the exchange there. You know, there's no real, like, immersive experience. There's no education. There's no activation. Bud bars are also a really great activation for events because Mm -hmm. you have bud tenders that are educating you on what options you might want at the bar. And they'll ask you, like, really fun questions like, what is your intention right now? Do you want to have fun? Do you want to feel loose? Are you Mm -hmm. like, what type of like, do you just want to kind of sit and observe from the corner? (laughs) And then they'll like make recommendations off of that and any questions that you have about what you're consuming. Your dosage, um, the terpenes that are inside of it, are you going to have more of a calming effect on, you know, what you're experiencing? They can articulate all of that. And so now it becomes a fun part of the event, not just consumption.
1: Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're learning, but then also enjoying yourself with it Mm -hmm. for people that may know it or some people that are maybe trying it for the first time. Yeah. Very rudimentary. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: really like what you just said, how when you're speaking to a butt tender, that they can kind of customize your experience for you. (laughs) So if you want to be more chill, maybe you want to have, I don't know, some indica or something. Whereas maybe if you want to be a little more upbeat and fun and dancing, maybe a hybrid or sativa, for example, Mm -hmm. but they customize it to your experience that you want. Yes. That's awesome. And do you think as time goes on, this will be more of a trend for future events, you know, especially at weddings where you can order a cocktail and maybe a pre-roll with a barista and just spark up and have some fun?
2: (laughs) I definitely think people are getting creative. What you can legally do versus what you can do on like private property, you know, people Mm -hmm. are definitely testing their limits on that. But um, in terms of conscious consumption, we are seeing it a lot more. We are seeing people ask for the Bud Bar instead of the alcohol bar, wet bar. I mean, I could be biased because I'm in the industry where people just naturally come to us and ask like, Mm -hmm. hey, do you have a vendor for this? So we're seeing it so much now. But um, I would say the past three weddings I went to had a Bud bar and not an alcohol bar. And I was pretty excited about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And what do you think the average cost of like a cannabis bar would be at a wedding?
2: So it really ranges, again, being just customizable. Um, It can be anywhere from like a thousand dollars to um, a couple of thousand, depending Mm -hmm. on what features you want. You know, it depends on what you're stocking inside your bar, mm-hmm. um, if your bartenders actually have, you know, preferred vendors to help you stock your bar, um, where you're located. Um, again, if you're at a venue that needs specific insurance, mm-hmm. it, it all ties together. Yeah. So um, it can very much range, but on the basic market scale, it would be anywhere from a thousand to a few thousand
1: not terrible not because think of what you spend on like a regular alcohol bar yeah. mm-hmm. that's actually pretty good yeah. yeah and you can customize it and make it exactly. your own personal experience absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely. for that price
0: where you can customize it to your you and your guests i mean it seems right. very reasonable
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh absolutely especially when you think about like the dosing some people they can get lushed or not lush off of one beer right where mm-hmm. you have these little droplets, droplets of 2.5 milligrams one little itty bitty drop that can just have you set for the rest of the night. So, I mean. That's true, yeah. You know, dosing is another big thing to consider when you're doing your bud bar. Yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. instead of someone that's like, oh, I'm going to have 12 beers today. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Okay, buddy. (laughs) Uh.
0: And what if instead of exchanging vows, couples exchange joint vows, if you catch my drift.
2: Uh, they're doing that already. already doing it? <laughs> they're already
0: doing it. <laughs>
2: they are already doing Aww. it. We have photos actually of um, oh them toking up right as they're exchanging vows, and so that's cool. it. You know,
0: that's so cool. So yeah. as they're exchanging vows, they're Aww. literally trading a joint or passing it back yes. and forth. Yes, mm-hmm. that's awesome.
1: Wait, I love that idea. You obviously didn't think of it first because it's already happening.
0: No, but, <laughs> I'll have to look um, up some pictures of that. That's definitely a trend that should catch on. I know,
1: mm-hmm. definitely. I love it. Give it time. It'll be there
2: for sure. More and more of it. Totally. Yeah. Over
1: time, Yeah. Well, obviously, we just had the expo here in L.A. Mm-hmm. the beginning of April, and that's awesome. What are your next stops? What are some cities that you have planned?
2: So we will be in San Francisco May 1st. Okay. Oh, wow. And then after that, we are going to be opening up for the first time. I'm so excited about this. Um, opening up for the first time in New York on June 19th. Um, we're going to be on Broadway. So Beautiful. we're going to be like awesome. on the big street. I'm so excited what about that. What venue it
0: going to
2: be? Um, it's going to be at Home Studios.
0: Home Studios. Broadway, New mm-hmm. York City, for June our viewers 19th, out June,
2: there. 19th yeah. June 19th, which is very momentous yes. for us on um, that regards to. And then after that, our fall shows are going to be in Las Vegas, Arizona, Denver and Boston.
0: Awesome. Wow. We're traveling all over the country pretty much this year.
2: Yeah, it's a good time. Just
0: spreading the word, time. educating clients and future vendors hopefully as well
2: mm-hmm. yeah well I feel like the vendors are the ones that are teaching us and that's the best part it's sort of like I get to go into their hometown and they're showing like really reliving like what the laws are hearing their stories how they came up in the industry yeah. that is the most exciting part of the travel
0: that's cool and I'm sure you're meeting all kinds of different vendors too mm-hmm.
2: all, all different kinds uh, I mean we are getting Uh, Again, Bud Bars, as we've talked about a lot, we are getting infused uh, dining chefs, culinary artists. Um, We actually had one come with me here today. Um, You know, dispensaries. We get floral designers that put little nugs or cannabis leaves inside the bouquets. We have the hemp dresses. As you saw, Dope Duchess Design was the designer for all the models that were at the showcase for the Cannabis Wedding Expo. You have jewelry, which is huge, cannabis travel um, going to different cannabis-friendly resorts and locations. There
1: are so many just vendors. Everything. It wow. is everything.
2: Yeah. That. Home decor. I'm oh sure you gosh. guys are aware. Uh, there was Bud and Rose Shop that had these beautiful bongs that you didn't realize were bongs until you got up close. They just look like these yes. beautiful centerpieces, spaces. Yes. <laughs> yes. yeah, and then you're so, like, "What
1: is that?" Yeah. 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 So,
2: it's amazing. It's 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 beautiful. Is what it is. And it's again, it's changing the narrative of what people expect cannabis to to look like nowadays.
0: Absolutely. And for any vendors, guests that want to reach you and attend your expo or be a part of your expo, how can they reach you, Vanessa?
2: So uh, you can find us at CannabisWeddingExpo.com. Um, you can also email us directly at hello at com.
0: Wonderful. Awesome. And on that note, I think we should raise... I would say a glass, but in this case, we're going to raise a <laughs> bottle of Jameson.
1: Ooh,
2: it's her favorite, so we always going to do favorites. our guest's o- favorite. Outside of cannabis. It's my favorite well, of outside course,
1: of cannabis. Of course. We're
0: going to raise one to all your success. And as yeah. you know, Vanessa, the guest always makes the honorary toast on oh, Rewired we. Radio. So if you would do the honors.
1: Absolutely.
2: I... Um, Wishing for nothing but abundance on this journey of happiness and health that we are all striving for.
0: Yes. Cheers to that. Cheers to that, guys. All right. Until Um, next time. On that note, guys. Till next time. Oh, wow. Take it to the head. (laughs)